This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. All right, folks, this is Payne.tv slash gold. You are listening to the Dustin Gold Standard, and I am Dustin Gold. All right, folks, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to jump back into this podcast here featuring journalist Stephen Kinzer, and I'm going to pick up right where we left off, folks. All right, here we go. Could imagine. You know, one of the uses Gottlieb envisioned for LSD was you could slip it to an unfriendly world leader, and their behavior would be so erratic and weird that they'd lose popularity or they'd be thrown out of office because they would appear to not be able to function normally anymore. You're right. So Gottlieb was the chief CIA chemist. In that capacity, he was also the chief poison maker. So he made the poisons to kill Zhou Enlai, Fidel Castro, Patrice Lumumba. But he wasn't only involved in making poisons to kill people. He was also interested in making toxins that would affect their behavior in various ways. Uh, he made a list of the ways you thought uh, he thought drugs could be used to affect behavior. Could uh, you find a drug that would alter a personality structure in a way that would allow the operator to take control of another person's behavior? Could you produce shock and confusion or physical disablement? At one point, he came up with the idea of using using a spray can full of LSD to uh, pollute the studio in which Fidel Castro was going to give a radio speech. And then presumably Castro would become disoriented and, as you say, lose popularity and fall from power. No, no, no. Hold on for a moment, folks. Hold on there. Because when you look at what Sidney Gottlieb was supposedly doing, let's say developing these drugs to kill people, or developing drugs that could be sprayed into a room to then make them, let's say in the case of Fidel Castro, act crazy during an interview to then turn his base against him or the people of his country against him. Make him seem like, I don't know, he's Joe Biden and he's just a doddering old fool. And then turn his population, his country against him to help drive him out of political power. When you look at that kind of stuff, right, what is the difference between the technologies that Dr. Charles Morgan III, reviewing in 2018 in front of the West Point Academy cadets and uh, faculty, talked about the ability to develop a disease that could kill one person targeted off of their DNA, or a shot they can give you with a pre-programmed stem cell that will store wherever they tell it to and then could be triggered by a sound wave and will later kill you. For instance, if it's programmed to spread 
you know, heart disease or lung cancer, whatever it may be. What is the difference between Dr. Charles Morgan when he sits there and giggles in front of the faculty and the cadets at West Point Academy and says, this stuff is really fun, isn't it? This stuff is really awesome, isn't it? Think about how you could use these for military and intelligence applications. I mean, what is the difference? What is the difference between Sidney Gottlieb and doctors Peter Emanuel and Diane Dulius who helped co-author Cyborg Soldier 2050 and come up with all of these ways that they can manipulate certain people into allowing them to run Frankenstein technology experiments on them, figuring out how to uh, tap into the mind of soldiers and give people superpowers. I mean... Do you understand it never ended? It never ended. So these few little stories in our history, just these little blemishes on the record of the United States, they are not standalone events, and they never actually ended. All right, let's continue. This is the level of bizarre plots that he became involved with when he was hired uh, as part of a separate aspect of his job, besides MKUltra, to be the person who devised toxins and psychoactive substances to be used in covert operations by CIA officers around the world. So this is just a little sidebar that I found very interesting as somebody who listens to a lot of jazz. The people who Sidney Gottlieb hired included George Hunter White, who directed a lot of the MKUltra experiments, and he had been a narcotics agent and led the Narcotics Bureau's campaign against jazz in New York City. He spied on musicians and entrapped them, including Billie Holiday. And Billie Holiday being busted was a turning point in her career because she couldn't get a cabaret license. There were places she couldn't perform in. It was it was a really tragic thing for her. And that's this guy. George Hunter White was one of the key operatives of MK Ultra, and he stands out even in this extremely bizarre MK Ultra cast of Nazi doctors and torturers and obsessed chemists. So George Hunter White, as you say, uh, was a narcotics agent in I know it's funny, you know, because he turns this into I'm talking about Stephen Kinzer here, the foremost expert on MK Ultra. He turns this into almost like a true crime novel or something. And then acts as if just this bizarre collection of Nazi doctors and Japanese torturers and obsessed chemists you know, were just running around like mavericks uh, with a license to kill from the state and the CIA. But as if it's just this standalone event. It was just some, you know blip in the radar over a 10 to 20 year period in the history of the United States, when in fact it's all going on today. I mean, you know that it's going on today. We've proven that it's going on today. All right, let's continue. New York. But he was the kind of narcotics agent who not only lived at the edge of the law, he, he crossed over a lot. He used all the substances that he confiscated from people. His, his use of alcohol and narcotics was legendary. But he was also uh, a cop who did pursue jazz figures, including Billie Holiday. He had a special dislike for her because he said uh, the way that she flaunted her furs and her uh, big cars was offensive to him. Wow. Um, in the early 1950s, 
Gottlieb hired this guy, George Hunter White, to run a safe house for him in New York City to which people would be lured off the street and then given LSD. So uh, CIA officers could watch them from an adjoining apartment through a one-way mirror. Later, White was moved to San Francisco, where he set up one of the craziest MK Ultra projects that was known inside the agency as Operation Midnight Climax. This was an operation in which uh, White would assemble a stable of prostitutes who would bring their men back to an apartment that the CIA hired and furnished, feed them LSD, and George Hunter Wright would sit in an adjoining apartment, uh, sitting on a portable toilet, drinking pitchers of martinis while watching people having sex under the influence of LSD with the vague idea that this was somehow going to help the United States defeat communism. Okay, now listen, if you believe that, if you truly believe that our government was doing all of this because they, in fact, believed this was going to be the secret. Remember, they said earlier that this idea of mind control was the holy grail. They believed that this was the secret to global world power, the ability to control people's minds. So if you believe that this was about uh, defeating communism, uh, when look what we are today, uh, once we enter into a, a full-blown technocracy, it is communism, essentially, folks, the control of the distribution and manufacturing of goods. And so this is just, it's such BS to believe that we were running all these secret programs to study the effects of LSD so that we could develop the secrets to defeating the communists. First off, if this was totally legit and the government really wanted to run studies on this, they could have just set up real trials at Fort Detrick or any of these other bases, and they could have got people to wittingly agree to this to be part of experiments. Instead, they're running around with all these secret agents, dirty cops, setting up prison torture camps in Europe and East Asia, setting up fake foundations and funneling the LSD through the universities, the institutions, and the prisons and running experiments on people who did not agree to be part of said experiments right so what were they really doing folks this was the beginning of mind control i believe this was their goal was mind control but not mind control to end up defeating the communists or poisoning fidel castro this is the mind control that was going to later be used in part on the world's population including us and also this is the beginning this is the foundation of taking the nazi technologies importing them here into the united states and then running these programs that would later lead to what is now the transhumanist movement and the merger of man and machine and the ability to upload a mind download a mind right onto the mind uh, extract memories extract thoughts extract knowledge everything that we're actually seeing elon must talk about openly when he goes on the joe rogan experience or he does his press gaggles on the Neuralink brain chip this is sort of the um 
public version of the government technology. So it's how they utilize Elon Musk to popularize this stuff, desensitize people to it. In fact, even make it cool and hip to the younger folks. So this is what you're looking at. This is the foundation. This is the initial original research that went into what later becomes this transhumanist movement we're seeing alive and well today. All right, let's continue. So these were the kind of people that uh, naturally gravitate to a project like this one. When the men were having sex with prostitutes and were unknowingly given doses of LSD, weren't they then asked questions to see what their answers would be like under LSD? Exactly. So White and the people who worked with him would prep these prostitutes and they would say, we want to find out under what circumstances, under what combination of sex and drugs, uh, men would be most likely to reveal secrets. So we want you to stay with the guy after the thing is over and talk to him and try to draw him out about his work and ask him, for example, you know, that plane you've been working on. So how high does it fly, really? And the idea was to try to draw out information and to see whether uh, drugs could make people talk. And of course, they found out things that are very obvious, that people will talk, men will talk after sex. And the people who were observing these experiments, like George Hunter White, had no background in psychology or anything that would allow them to assess these situations in a clinical way. Everything was very slapdash and haphazard. So not surprisingly, no serious results ever came out of this, except the fact that we can now sit here and talk about the fact that our tax dollars were used to pay for a bordello run by the CIA in San Francisco to which unwitting men were brought fed LSD and used as experiments uh, in Sidney Gottlieb's campaign to try to figure out how to penetrate the human mind so it could be controlled in the interests of the United States government and its covert projects around the world. Unbelievable, folks. Unbelievable that this is, it's not just about that our tax dollars were used for this. The fact that this man, that Sidney Gottlieb, this monster, was allowed to run free. He had free reign to draw men into a whorehouse and load them up with drugs in an attempt to break their mind. This is the government, the very government that people will tell you loves us uh they're giving us these vaccines because they love us they're protecting us from covid they're putting up plexiglass and stickers on the floor and making us stand six feet apart from each other wear masks strapped to our face because they love us ladies and gentlemen and they are working on attaching bionic limbs and putting brain chips inside of our heads and probably working in partnership with ntt research if we just dig for another 20 minutes we'll find that to put robots inside of our bodies because they love us oh really so did they love us when they were drugging and torturing and killing people did they love us then would you say that was all done out of love out of love ladies and gentlemen I don't know. Think about that for a moment. We'll be right back. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dustin Gold of the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. All right, folks, let's jump right back into this. I'm trying to wrap this up because I need to get into some important stuff to show you, some of the psychedelic stuff that is going on today. Just to show you, if you want to just look at MKUltra as LSD psychedelic mind control experiments, you can see with what's happening today that it never actually ended. I mean, and you can make the case that this leads to DARPA Brain Initiative, this leads into Cyborg Soldier, and many other programs that we haven't even reviewed here. But the psychedelic experiments are coming back alive and well, and they are about to try to legalize psychedelics to the entire country uh, and sell them out of the government pot shops. So you'd say, well, did they finally figure out how to mind control people at a mass scale? And so they're going to sell them at the pot shops and have Joe Rogan um, propagandize your children into using government psychedelics that were developed by this monster, Sidney Gottlieb, in cooperation with Nazis and Japanese torturers. I mean, take that story home and tell that to your kids and grandkids. I mean, we talk about Nazis all the time. Tell them the Nazis are the one who developed this stuff. Our government is in partnership with the Nazis. It started back in 1947, maybe even before that. But 1947 is the official story of when we brought them back here under Operation Paperclip. And then we started developing, you know, LSD and psychedelics to break people's minds. I mean, if that doesn't wake people up, I don't know what else will. I mean, where else can you go with this stuff? All right, let's continue. So Sidney Gottlieb's MK Ultra program was ended in the early 1960s. Why was it ended? After all the experiments that led to deaths in unknown numbers around Europe and Asia and led to unknown torments across the United States, Gottlieb, who was in the end a scientist, was forced to reach the conclusion that he had failed. Mind control, he finally came to conclude, is a myth. It was fed by fantasies from fiction that these people had imbibed at a young age. But once you got to see if you could transfer those fantasies from the realm of fiction to the realm of reality, they broke down. So Gottlieb finally had to admit uh, he never could find a way to control human minds. And what skeptics had said at the beginning which is that you cannot program a person to do something that he or she is basically and deeply and morally opposed to doing and make them go out and do it. He had to waste unknown numbers of lives in order to reach a conclusion uh, that should have been clear from the beginning. Okay, so what's interesting, though, and we'll see if he talks about it, Stephen Kinzer Okay, basically says what Sidney was forced to realize was that they could not break someone's mind and they could not force someone to do something against their will, against their morals, against their values. Not true. That's not true. I mean, Dr. Charles Morgan III in 2018 in front of the West Point Academy uh, cadets and faculty told us about how they can write stuff into our heads while we're sleeping how they can uh, program memories into your brain how they can erase memories from your brain how they could 
literally get to the point of the matrix where they are going to be able to write programs inside of your head that they could actually train you as i just mentioned train you while you're sleeping and then test you on that knowledge while you're sleeping without you ever knowing that that is happening that they could basically write code into your head via sound waves so if uh, kinzer does not ever and i've done some research and i haven't found it if you do let me know mention what the government is doing today what they admit to doing today what they are researching and developing today then his purpose was to be a disinformation agent in the sense that he releases the real story about gottlieb but his job is to make it seem like it all ended with gottlieb in the early 60s and as again i'll say i've i've heard that it went on as long as uh into the early 70s um that doesn't really matter that much because i'm making the case that it never actually ended and this became the basis of the research for all the programs that we've been investigating here let's continue so what did he do after the mk ultra program was ended because he stayed in the cia Gottlieb had a long career after uh, MKUltra ended, and he went on to become the head of the technical services staff, which is the part of the CIA where they make the tools, uh, the gizmos, the gadgets that spies use. So if you remember Q from those James Bond movies, that was Gottlieb. And he Not Q and non, folks. This is Q from James Bond. He spent uh, years uh, at the head of that operation, and he made an astonishing variety of covert tools from all those things you see on TV, like cameras that you can fit inside a cigarette lighter or a tie clip, all the way to more bizarre things like uh, a rubber boat, a car with a secret compartment to smuggle agents out of foreign countries, a compressor for foreign currency so you could pack a huge amount of it into a small container, and even a jailbreak kit that could be contained in a rectal suppository. He invented a hyper- Can you explain that? Because I can't envision that exactly. Uh, yeah, can you explain that one uh, there, uh, Mr. Kinzer, the uh, rectal suppository jailbreak kit? <laughs> he had a series of tiny tools that would have knives and other uh, devices that would allow you to break through solid walls, all miniaturized. This was just a piece of his genius. He invented a hyper-thin, a hyperdemic needle so that you could poison a bottle of wine through the cork without leaving any trace in the cork. His imagination was just as fertile when he was inventing spy tools for CIA officers as it had been earlier when he was trying to devise ways of finding mind control techniques. You describe him as the poisoner in chief, and that's not just about the LSD experiments. He actually created and found ways to administer poison. Describe that part of his job. As the chief CIA chemist, it was logical that Gottlieb be consulted whenever the CIA needed a poison or a toxin. And this became part of his work uh, during the late 1950s and into 1960. Now, now, remember, though, I, I just always want to connect the past in with the current, all right? So just as they're talking about this, 
remember what Dr. Dr. Charles Morgan III uh, talked about, all right? And I brought it up a couple times here, but this is highly important, and I'm not trying to desensitize this to you. I want you to just grasp how barbaric this stuff is that we are doing. The ability to stick someone with a stem cell right that is programmed to go anywhere in the body and then they could trigger the stem cell to do whatever it's programmed to do via a sound wave all right or the disease they could make to kill and target one person or a group of people based on dna profiles so what gottlieb was doing was the foundation to the stuff that we're doing today let's continue in the mid-50s the united states set out on a project to kill prime minister zhou enlai of china while he was visiting Indonesia. Gottlieb actually made a potion that was supposed to be put in a uh, rice bowl that uh, Zhou Enlai would eat from. And actually, this poison was only going to work after uh, a day or two. The idea was that Zhou would be back in China and the poison wouldn't be able to be traced back to the CIA. Later on, when the... Right, 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 right. There we go. So take that concept, maybe not the uh, the chemistry, but the concept, and then attach that to what I just mentioned that Dr. Charles Morgan III talked about with the delayed reaction of the stem cell injection. And as he said, it could be injected into you Uh, put into your bloodstream and then it will be programmed to go anywhere let's say into your brain and then they could let it be delayed for as long as they want and they trigger it with a certain sound wave and then it all of a sudden sets off brain cancer three years from now and you die of brain cancer now don't just think about using this stuff on supposed foreign leaders that we want to get out of the way think about the ability to use this stuff on the population folks Think about using this stuff on a sector of America. Think about using this on a sector of the world population. Think about the ability to have a delayed reaction inside of a rice bowl that the Chinese premier was going to eat. And it was going to delay two days so that he died back when he was home. I don't know if you guys watch Breaking Bad, but there's a part of that TV show where Walter White comes up with this idea to create ricin, and they're going to use ricin to poison Tuco, who's like the rival gang boss. They're doing deals with him, but he's gone crazy. They think he's going to kill him, so they're going to poison him with ricin, and Walter tells Jesse Pinkman, his partner, that it's going to be delayed a couple of days, and no one will ever know, and in autopsies, a lot of times it comes back um, as natural causes, or you're not going to be able to find the ricin. So Sidney Gottlieb, the CIA monster, trained by the Nazis and the Japanese torturers, was creating this delayed reaction poison to put in the rice bowl of this Chinese premier. Then you go fast forward into Dr. Charles Morgan talking about the more advanced technology, the ability to stick somebody with this stem cell that can have a delayed reaction, and actually they could trigger it with a sound wave. And then fast forward, 
into what I just showed you today, but actually this was a conversation that occurred eight years before Charles Morgan's speech in 2018 of Bill Gates saying that if they're successful with health care, new vaccines and the reproductive health services that they could lower the population by 10 to 15 percent so what could be in those vaccines what could be in the jabs what could be in the boosters what could be at the end of the q-tips that people are shoving up their nose when they're doing testing at the local pharmacy or in the parking lot of a high school or when they're doing them at home with the home testing kits. Think about all the ways that the government, these people that were developing these LSD mind control experiments and the ability to kill people with delayed reactions, think about all the things they could do to you. Ask yourself when you go home tonight or if you're sitting there listening to this at night, does the government love me? Would they ever use these technologies that they've been developing for many, many, many years? Go back to the beginning of Gottlieb. You're talking 75 years ago. Would they ever use these technologies against their own people? And if you say no, they wouldn't, then remember that Gottlieb was luring people, men, Americans, into whorehouses and unwittingly jacking them up with lsd to try to break their minds remember that we had set up foundations under false premises here in the united states to funnel lsd into universities prisons and institutions to drug people in an attempt to blast their minds away in an attempt to gain global power by controlling the minds of all at the hands of the same doctor the same chemist who had carte blanche to murder and kill people, to torture people in hidden torture chambers in Europe and East Asia. That is the man who also developed the techniques to murder people, stuff he found out from the Nazis and Japanese torturers. And then ask yourself, do I trust my government? Do I trust the mad scientists that are extensions of the government like Bill Gates? Do I trust any of these people? And should I put anything that they offer me into my body, whether that be pills, whether that be needles, or whether that be anything else? Because the answer for me is no. I do not trust them. I know they do not love me. And I will never take anything that these people offer me. Because Halloween is quickly approaching. And when I was a kid, we learned about stranger danger. And we were told to check our little mini candy bars to make sure no creep inserted needles or razor blades or poison into them before we ate them and maybe when i was a kid the teachers didn't even know this the parents didn't even know this but maybe the creep that we were supposed to be looking out for maybe the stranger danger the guy who was going to put the needles and the razor blades and the poison into the candies that we were supposed to be afraid of boogeyman 
the guy living under your bed. Maybe that, folks, was Dr. Sidney Gottlieb. Ladies and gentlemen, when I get back tomorrow, we're going to finish up this interview, and I'm going to show you all of the psychedelic programs that are going on today in the government, and then we're going to work our way back to the two ethics gentlemen in charge of ethics of the cyborg soldier 2050 project because you need to hear what they were talking about in 2020 to understand exactly where we are today ladies and gentlemen i am dustin gold this is the dustin gold standard and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold the matrix is a computer generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being you're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold. <laughs> 